You're listening to The Lucid Entrepreneur. My name is Rene Bos and I'm your podcast host. In full disclosure, I'm here to share with you through this podcast what's going on behind the scenes and behind the curtains of a Dutch entrepreneur living in Bali, trying to live a life with meaning and purpose. I'll be sharing with you the good, the bad and the ugly, all for your own learning and inspiration. Enjoy listening and please subscribe to receive my weekly new episodes. Hello, wonderful people. Thanks for tuning in again into the Lucid Entrepreneur. It is a Tuesday night. I've had the most busy day ever (laughs) in the last couple weeks. Today I moved houses and... I had quite a lot of work that I needed to do today for both my IT project and also for my own business and yeah it's been a very very busy day and it's it's the first of the new month so of course there's a lot of admin stuff that needs to happen and yeah I've actually felt quite overwhelmed today and feeling like I'm I'm on like the edge of not breaking but it's like it's very very busy and um yeah, as, as usual, I prepared three topics to speak about today. And uh, this perfectly weaves into the first topic that I would like to talk about with you. And that is around time scarcity. And what I mean with that is living in this reality or perception that there's never enough time. And um, that's something that is not new for me. It's actually something that I have experienced, I think... I don't know, I think more and more over the years. Maybe also because I want to do more and more. Um, and it's uh, it's tiring, it's super stressful. And yeah, I want to speak into this because I think there are quite a lot of people out there, whether you are an entrepreneur or not, you might suffer from this, where you live in this reality of, yeah, there's not enough time, or I'm running out of time, or there's so many things that I need to do. Um, for me, it's not so much that I cannot, let me phrase it differently. Like for me, the problem is, I know where the, what the problem is, so I just need to <laughs> start doing it differently, but I just schedule too many things. So just to give you an example, what happens for me is usually my, my current week is like fully booked, right? So, but if I look at the coming weeks, then it's like pretty empty. And then what starts happening in the next couple of days, I start planning all these things throughout the week, like meeting up with people, having my IT project tasks, having my interviews, my coaching calls, my therapy, my, you know, there's so many things that I'm doing during the week. Even if I plan nothing, I would still have plenty of things to do. So what I'm basically doing is the free time that I do have, I start filling them with new things to do. And that's my problem right there. (laughs) That is exactly the problem. And it's funny when I am scrolling back in my calendar, like if I go a week back, two weeks back, three weeks back, my calendars are exploding in the week. It's like, wow, (laughs) I'm doing so many things. And I think this also brings me to this um yeah this thing that i know really successful entrepreneurs do and they become so much more picky on how they spend their time and who they spend their time with and i am experiencing this like heavily right now where it's like okay there's only limited amount of time in the week 
and I still need to have dinner and lunch and breakfast and I need to have some time to come down in the evening and go to bed at a normal time and um, today was an example where I completely overgave myself for work for meetings uh, moving houses it's like it's I'm like doing everything all at once instead of okay let me do a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow and this can wait until next week or this is actually something that's not really necessary um, so I actually just started yeah clearing up space in my calendar and I started saying no to people as well and people that I you know friends that I offered to help out with something and I just shared with them like hey I feel like I'm being a bad friend right now but I'm feeling so overwhelmed with all the things that I'm planned and I actually don't have any space to come help or to to join you for a trip a trip to Jakarta or yeah so instead of me pleasing and and like yeah yeah <laughs> I'm being a bit distracted because my two cats <laughs> they are uh, they're not fighting but they're wrestling so to say but yeah instead of me putting aside my own needs for others which is actually something that i've done my entire life i decided to take care of myself and that feels so empowering and my friend even said like hey it's okay you're not a bad friend thank you for expressing and thank you for taking care of yourself which is something that is very common here in the spiritual realm for those of you that would think like oh my god if if i would tell a friend that I'm not gonna come or I'm gonna cancel on them on them they'll be super disappointed and they'll get angry and yeah this is something around authentic communication that's really really helpful um, so yeah I am trying to resolve my time scarcity and I think one of the things that I am now committing to as I'm sharing this with all of you is being more picky on who I spend time with and not wanting to spend time with everyone and giving everyone a piece of me but really yeah being more i don't want to say exclusive but yeah maybe picky is just the right word just being a bit more aware or conscious about how i schedule my time so let's see how things go when i record my next podcast for all of you and um yeah so yeah that's the thing around time scarcity and maybe one thing to add is um, as you probably all know this is probably not the first episode that you're listening if it is then um, I am also really committed to my therapy sessions in the week and one of the things that I uncovered in the past year is my money or my money my time scarcity is actually coming from the way that I was raised and it's because when I was around my mother she would always be um rushing me come on hurry up we're gonna be late come on hurry up we don't have time come on let's go because we we're late or yeah with like all the things when we would go shopping when we would go when we had to go to school there was always like a rushing and a and a being late and i think that um yeah that that carried over in my adult life where i always have the feeling that i'm late or that i don't have enough time so yeah that uh, that little piece around time scarcity i'm also really curious for you to like reflect on how do you spend your time and are you happy with the way that you're spending your time would you think that spending your time differently would help you and um, stuff like that so yeah that around time scarcity 
so I'm just looking at my notes and uh, the second thing that I wrote down is also about scarcity and it's a, a very common one especially yeah amongst no maybe maybe that's a, a misconception maybe that's not really true I wanted to say like money scarcity is something that happens a lot amongst entrepreneurs but I don't really think that's true I think it's uh, it's happening in all the planes of our society people that are in jobs people that are yeah maybe even people that are millionaires maybe especially people that are millionaires it's interesting to look at at that I'm I'm not really experienced in that field um, I've never been a millionaire so I don't know but I have heard stories from my therapist and from other people sharing that yeah that there's millionaires out there that are living in money scarcity so um yeah this happens to all people it's not it's not a specific thing that happens to a specific person so yeah i want to speak into my own money scarcity with all of you and yeah especially looking at the past three years when i started my entrepreneurial journey i have lived very much in money scarcity and yeah what money scarcity is for me is really having to fight for your money and hoping that more money is coming because if not then you will you will run out you will hit zero and you'll be done and also this is something that i've been diving into very deep with both therapy and with other coaches and mentors and yeah i think for me not having money and hitting zero on my bank account really feels like i lost the game like i'm gone i am worthless i have no value i'm a loser people will think i'm a loser i will lose everything i will not have a place to live i will not have money for food um, i would have a lot of shame and yeah, it's just something that I want to avoid at all costs. It's it's almost as bad as dying for me. Not anymore, but this was my reality. This was my money scarcity to me. Like if I run out of money, then these things will happen. It it will be really bad. Like I will lose everything. So yeah, that's a, that's a state that I have been in mostly in the first three years of me being an entrepreneur. And it's not pretty and it feels vulnerable to share but it it's it's truth and um yeah there's a there's a couple of things that i can share about this but uh, i think the most important thing that i can share is if you are living in money scarcity then you are really in a downward spiral in a sense that when you are living in money scarcity it's going to show up in all areas of your life when you need to make purchases when you receive money and thinking like oh my god it's not enough so you're just not uh, let me speak for myself because this might be different for other people but for me it's like i was not grateful for the amount of money that was coming in so it was always like oh this is not enough this is not enough i'm not gonna make it this is not enough and yeah that also showed up in my sales conversations you know i uh, in the first year maybe the first two years of me being an entrepreneur i must have had over a hundred sales calls so having calls with people that i've never met before on video on zoom and telling them about my program 
and hoping that they will sign up and that they see the value. And I must have received over 90 no's from people. And that does something to you. <laughs> I am surprised that I'm still an entrepreneur. Apparently, I have a bit more perseverance than I thought. No, I, I know that I have a lot of perseverance, but it's like, oh my God, I'm sure that if I didn't have that level of perseverance, I would have given up after the 20th no, or maybe even the third no. So um, yeah, I've, I've had my, my, f my full experience of having people tell me that they're not interested, that they don't want it, that they don't see the value, that they don't have money, that they have to think about it, and then eventually ending up with a no anyway. So yeah, that has been really rough. And, and the reason why I'm sharing these two things together is when you live in a money scarcity mindset, the moment that a opportunity arises for money, everything in your body screams, get it, get it, you need this, this is your, this is going to save you, you need this, you have to make this work, right? And what is very, yeah, what's the word for it? I forgot, but what is sort of funny is that as you are in money scarcity mode and you want it so bad and an opportunity arises, your money scarcity is actually pushing the money away because people will sense you. People will know that you are living, that you're breathing this. They will know that you are in scarcity mode and that you are in need and that it's not so much about them. It's like, let's pretend I'm the sales guy, right? And then you've got me on the phone and, and I'm explaining you about my program. And you just feel, it, and this might be very unconscious, right? This might not even be in your awareness, but energetically and like your intuition will know that I am doing this for me. Like I need your money, so I want you to sign up. And then what happens in you intuitively is that you will feel unsafe and you will feel like something is... is wrong right something is not right and then you're gonna say no you're gonna come up with a reason not to do it right because you feel like i'm just doing it for me and i'm not doing it for you so as you probably understand so now the money scarcity is actually being the reason why you are not attracting more money because just just take this as an example you you speak with one person and their money scarcity and then you talk with another person who is actually abundant and they don't need to sign you up and they feel confident and they feel super relaxed and they're not really attached to whether they are enrolling you into their program they're really wanting to enroll people that have value for their program and that they know will have benefits from the program so they might even say no to you when they're like hey i don't really think you're a fit for this for this program right so they are not in need so they can make more powerful decisions and intuitively, you will feel much more attracted to this person to say yes, because you don't feel any pressure from their side, right? So, yeah, with this, money scarcity is a big problem. Um, it's also something that's very normal, especially if you have a lot of expenses every month and maybe you just lost your job or it's not working out. So, yeah, money scarcity is a very common thing. And... Yeah, what really helped me is a couple of things. Um, one of the things that really helped me was to make an overview, and I've done this for many years already, but making an overview of my actual expenses every month. 
to the to the cent right so be super accurate don't average them out just make ac actual numbers your expenses your monthly expenses your subscriptions um, but also the money that you're spending on like food and um, activities and all that stuff so really have a super detailed overview of your expenses because because what you can start doing then is looking at your income and looking at how much money you might be missing or like how much money you're short on each month if you're short then it means that you need to take your expenses down which is the easiest thing right just cut down your expenses so that you have a little bit more breathing space just take out the things that are not super necessary and then the other thing is increasing your income right so taking your expenses out is actually something that's pretty easy increasing your income is a little bit more challenging but doable um, and yeah that's that's like my approach and something that I did for myself as well um, yeah and and like one of the reasons why I got into money scarcity like the first one is actually the reason why I started working as an entrepreneur when the pandemic hit COVID pandemic I was not able to get another IT project as I was living in Bali and all the companies that wanted to hire me said no you cannot work for us because you live in Bali even though I've done many remote assignments um, it was just not an option they wanted me to be in the Netherlands no matter what so yeah I, I tried for a couple months to get another project I couldn't so then I decided to become an entrepreneur I'm like okay I'm gonna find another way to earn money I will start my own business and I will start making money my own way right well that's easier said than done um, especially coming from a 15 plus year IT career and then all of a sudden becoming a coach. Completely different and a new career, basically starting from zero. So yeah, that comes with quite some uh, challenges. And then the money scarcity didn't help, right? There was no money coming in from my IT work anymore. So coaching was my main thing, my only source of income and I was starting from zero. So yeah, my savings started to become less and less and less. And on top of that, I decided to take on a real estate project. And that project was costing me roughly 10K a month to yeah finish that construction project, which was actually an investment for me to start renting out houses and was basically my retirement plan, right? So... 10k a month was flying out on top of all my expenses on top of all my living expenses and there was no money coming in so yeah I just I had to become creative like I said I had to take my expenses down and I had to think of ways to increase my income so there were a couple of things that I did to make it happen finally um, I actually increased my mortgage because I still have my home in the Netherlands so I increased my mortgage so there was uh, a good amount of money that was freed up as the value of my house has been going up over the past years. And I started borrowing money. <laughs> and I, I say this with a big smile on my face. And actually also some uh, yeah being proud of myself for asking for support. Because I would have never ever asked for money from anyone. I've never done that in my entire life. I've always made it possible that I had enough money to live off. And that I was safe and that I never needed to borrow money from anyone. But yeah, this situation was a bit different, right? Because uh, my coaching started to generate money. And 
in a way that I could see that my living expenses were covered actually. So to, to live off, I was fine. But for the investment, the 10k a month that was flying out for construction, that was a big problem. So I actually created scarcity for myself by taking on this investment. So I also believe that um, these kind of things, these investments will always be uncomfortable. And I also think if I would have stayed on the safe side, I wouldn't have an almost finished construction project by now, which I actually have. Spoiler. So it's a, it's a little bit more. I paid off the entire construction bill and um, yeah, it's about time to do the interior design. Um, but yeah, I put myself in that scarcity uh, mode and that caused me to miss out on a lot of sales opportunities. Clients that wanted to work with me got on the phone with me. I explained them about my program. They loved it. But then I was needy. I was like following up with them excessively. I was asking them if they want to hop on a call again and that they had to let me know within a week. And yeah, it was just really all from neediness. And I must have lost, I don't know, I'll let, let me make a guess, but I must have lost between thirty and $50,000 of deals because of that. So yeah, this is a great reminder for you that if you are trying to get a job, you're trying to get a raise, you are an entrepreneur, you're trying to sell your, your products or your services that, yeah, if you are in that needy space, then you're going to have a big risk of losing sales because of it. So yeah, I borrowed money from friends, from my parents, and um, yeah, it actually felt really good. And, and it also, it's different, right? Asking for money from people because you are, you cannot live. Or if you're sharing like, hey, it's it's for an investment and I'll be making my money back over the next year and I can pay you back in X amount of mon months, right? So it's different. It comes, for, for me at least, it feels like it's coming from a more grounded space. Like, hey, I'm, it's not because I'm, uh, because I'm stupid when it comes to money. It's like, hey, I've got this big investment that I'm, and my, my dream that I'm trying to realize here. Um, and I need some support. Are you willing to support me with that? And um, yeah, I think I asked six people and five people said yes. And with that combined with the mortgage um, and combined with me going to the Netherlands and taking on a job for an IT project, I now had all the means and all the money to finish the project, come up with money for the interior design and even save money. So yeah, this has been a journey, guys. Um, and I'm sharing all of this to yeah inspire you to ask for support, to be creative. You know, when you really want something to work, you can figure it out. And, and like I said, if I would have stayed in my comfort zone and I would have seen like, oh my God, I'm, I'm never going to, make that happen the 10k a month i can never finish this project and i'm probably not going to be able to make the money then i wouldn't have a finished project by now and i made it work because i had that little pressure to like make it work right so i'm not suggesting uh, anyone and also to myself like i need a break after this like i don't want to keep on making these crazy kind of investments at least for for a little while um, and just enjoy the freedom and the abundance that it's going to generate now. So, yeah, <laughs> I think there's no right and wrong. But you probably know when you get an opportunity like this that you can either choose to invest, take the risk and risk having an amazing return on investment. Or to stay in your comfort zone and miss out on a potential crazy good opportunity. 
right? So, yeah. Hmm. There is um, another thing that I want to share about money scarcity. Because as I said, right now I feel more abundant, more easy. Also knowing that that big investment for the properties has completed. And there is a great income every month from my IT project. Um, the houses that I've built will start generating money in, I know, maybe maybe like in a month or two max. So that's coming. And then I've also got my coaching that's going on. So yeah, I basically feel like I'll have three streams of income on a very short um, in, on very short term so that feels really good right so it's like okay i'm abundant i don't need to worry and then there's this little like business opportunity that came by um which wasn't such a big investment but still like oh my god really am i gonna do this and it's interesting and i'm sharing this because it's like okay i made this big investment everything looks great and then there's this little investment which required still like quite an, a significant investment um, which made me like calculate how much money is coming in how much is going out and if i would have enough money to you know uh, so i'm again putting myself a little bit in scarcity mode for the next three months um, for something that is not gonna bring that much money in every month but it is an opportunity right so it's like i feel that that money scarcity is still in the background speaking into me where it's like hey there's this opportunity that's gonna generate another you know another one thousand dollars a month for the next year and it's like yeah that's great but if i look at the amount of energy and time that it that it already requires for me to like set that up and as you heard me share in the beginning it's like i'm already in time scarcity so why do i take on another project that's taking more time more energy to generate money that i don't really need right so yeah i did decide to uh, to do it um, because it allows me to yeah prepare a bit in terms of experience for the houses that i want to start renting later this year to get some experience with airbnb and setting up a team and having someone um, take care of the bookings and the, the guest communication and the cleaning so yeah that's the little side hustle that i uh, that i'm doing that i'm on but it does feel like it's too much i'm like renee really yeah so it might like financially yes it will be good but in terms of time and energy i really need to yeah be careful not to burn myself out because i really feel like i'm uh, i'm walking on the edge here and I'm, I'm creating that for myself. There's no boss above me that tells me, work more, Renee, or, you know, you need to work overtime, and why are you late, and that sort of stuff. Because I'm working as a freelancer, and I'm pretty flexible in the way that I spend my hours, and, like, when I work. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the creator of this problem, if it becomes a bigger problem. And that's something that I need to take um, my responsibility for. Ah. <sighs> Mm, yeah so that was topic number two so we talked about time scarcity we talked about making money and money scarcity and now i want to talk about something that i'm really excited about something that i'm really 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 extremely excited about and that is my my relationship my romantic status um I'm not sure how much I shared in the in the last episode. 
Um, but I decided a couple weeks ago that I just wanted to, yeah, not be on the on the market for a new partner for finding a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke up with my partner in January of this year after an almost three year long relationship, which was one of the most beautiful relationships I've ever had. It was amazing. The reason why we broke up is I really feel the desire to start a family in a couple of years and she was a firm no to that. Um, so I decided to break up and that's yeah about 11, no, like 10 months ago now. Um, she's moved on. I moved on as well, uh, but not with a partner. And yeah, what I noticed during my trip in the Netherlands is that I was really craving a relationship. Like... Maybe even like, you know, we talked about scarcity. So I had time scarcity. I had money scarcity. And maybe I had some scarcity around love and attention and feeling lonely. And that's something that I've been speaking into a bit in the past episodes and also interviewed some people about. Um, But yeah, I felt like, wow, wouldn't it be good for me to not focus on getting in a new relationship? That would be so good for me. Um, And also being with myself and being with my loneliness and seeing that I am fine. That even without a partner, even without a woman by my side, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm whole. I don't need it. And I want to come from a space where I am a full cup instead of a half cup needing to be filled by someone else. Right? Um, So I made the decision like, okay, until the end of this year, I'm not going to be dating. I'm not going to be getting into any kind of relationship. I even use the word celibacy, celibate. Um, so that was my yeah, my intention and my commitment to myself for the end of this year. Also ju- to just allow myself to have space, right? Because a relationship takes time and energy. And as I shared already, I am like, I am really full. Like there's too much things that I'm doing right now. And I want to create more freedom and more space in my calendar. So a relationship does not really fit in my calendar. So that actually went really well. I'm like, wow, I'm doing it. For these past three weeks, I'm like, wow, I'm actually really happy. Like, uh, it's fine. I can still talk with women at events. I can dance with them. I can flirt with them. But I'm not going to be initiating anything because I I don't have time for it. And I want to focus on the new partner in the new year when I will have more space, when my projects are mostly finished. And yeah, so that felt really good. And then what ended up happening uh, last Sunday is um, a woman that I have met a couple times last year uh, when I was in a relationship and I was already a little bit curious, like, wow, she's amazing. And yeah, we we actually got started talking on WhatsApp, I think. And yeah, I came back from the Netherlands. Uh, We started chatting. I don't know the exact details anymore, but yeah, we started chatting on WhatsApp and then from one one thing fro- to another i uh i asked like hey what are you doing uh, what are you doing s- on sunday and we decided to meet up and um wow i was a little bit uh <laughs> mesmerized i think she is one of the most gorgeous beautiful women that i know and that i've met and we spent the entire day together in nature we went to a beautiful river here in Bali, close to um, yeah, close to where she's living, and um, it was an amazing, amazing day. And there was also 
yeah there were some sparks flying back and forth and it was all really beautiful and um yeah <laughs> we uh, we spent the night together we didn't be we didn't go all the way it's something that i am practicing as well um like really wanting to take it slow and not you know because the thing that i really believe this feels really vulnerable by the way guys to share because there might be some of you that know me and um yeah <laughs> feels feels a bit vulnerable but again i'm sharing this for all the inspiration and the learning and showing you how fun it is as well to listen to someone sharing vulnerably about what they're experiencing but anyways yeah when it comes to that you know like hookups or one night stands and all those things i really believe that there's so much value in when you meet someone to not dive into the bedroom right away or and and what i mean with that is to like hop into full sexual activity like penetration you know like full-blown sex with each other um, i believe that when you do that right away from the start i'm not saying this what that it never works but i really feel that it takes away so much of the beautiful build-up of tension like like excitement um, in people when they meet each other and if you take back that level of excitement because you basically went all the way right away it might be like oh that was nice well thanks see ya like it's 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 like so much it's like an instant gratification and then it doesn't have the time to root you don't really have the time to get to know each other because you dive straight into that thing and i've done it many times i'm not i'm not judging it at all but i believe if you really like someone and you want to build a meaningful relationship with them then you do not jump into the bed right away and go all the way um, my therapist even taught me something called sober dating which has nothing to do with alcohol but it's um, yeah meeting someone for at least 15 meetings and then having like two meetings a week where you do not touch where you do not kiss where you don't have sex and you just talk together and you can still you know for the spiritual beings here you can still eye gaze and be present with each other and chat and converse and talk about deep topics and just getting to know each other and then as you do this you will find out if this is a person you are seriously wanting to invest your time and energy with and potentially have a beautiful romantic or sexual connection with instead of doing that as one of the first things right so this might be a challenge for some of you listening it definitely used to be a challenge for me it's now only a challenge where it's like oh my god i have such a big desire for you like i want you <laughs> i really really want you i want to have you here now but then just being with that feeling and that's that's like the challenge for me it's not like oh i cannot do it it's more like wow that's challenging to be with but i can so yeah weaving back to my connection with this woman and it's like super fresh so it feels super vulnerable to share and um yeah i'm not i'm not yet not yet sure where it's going but there are sparks flying back and forth and we are really excited about seeing each other and uh yeah let's see how the coming weeks are evolving i'll keep you posted on everything that's uh <laughs> that's happening around that topic but i'm really yeah it's I feel that this is 
for me it feels like she's 10 out of 10 and again i don't know her that well yet but that's the initial thought my body says yes my heart says yes my mind says yes and now my challenge is guys to not go too quickly into like the the stages of relationship opening my heart and yeah because that goes really quickly too quick quickly for me and yeah this is a relationship that i want to savor so i'm really gonna pull on the brake and really take it easy and not wanting to see her like every single day and spend every single moment with her and just yeah living my life doing my things and then having the connection be a an add-on to my life instead of being a replacement that's that's definitely been one of my challenges in the ever since i started dating and relating that they were my life the relationship was my life i was not doing anything else i wasn't seeing friends i wasn't doing my hobbies my passion and everything everything would make space for the woman and the relationship and that has caused a lot of issues in my relationship so if you're listening and you're hearing this then i can no more than invite you to make more space for yourself and to not make your life about the relationship entirely like it's really important for the relationship to be able to breathe it's like a third person right the relationship it needs space it needs love it needs attention it needs excitement it needs all these things and that means that you need to recharge yourself and that you need to be doing the things you're passionate about and not become oh, like a, a doormat and that you're completely like listening to what your partner has says to you that you should do like live your own life and then let the partner be an addition to that so that's what i am practicing right now and i'm really excited about that and uh, that's where i'll leave it when it comes to relationships and i'll share with you more as i uh yeah as i continue on this journey into the heart and into connection and then um yeah i actually just thought of a fourth topic that i would like to speak into because it's um yeah it's important it feels like um a really big shift in my in my life and especially business wise um as you know i have recently this earlier this year i transitioned into business coaching so offering people entrepreneurs with their business and setting up their brand and working on their marketing and their offers and their sales and their lead generation basically setting up their business and make more money um, bring more clients in become more visible on social media like all the things like from a to z and i'm still doing that i still have clients one-on-one clients that i'm coaching with this but there's one thing that has been sort of missing it, it it was there but not enough and to cut to the chase i am going to transition fully as a coach into transformational coaching so i will no longer be renee the business coach but i will be i can still change the label but for now it will be renee the transformational coach and what that means is that i will be speaking more with my clients into the topics around their personal life 
and what is important to them and their visions and their dreams and what they're trying to create and what they think about money and time and like all the scarcity and the mindset stuff and the limiting beliefs and yeah their relationship with their parents and their their sisters their daughters their brothers and then from that point like it's like helping them change their perspective right we all have these we all have eyes right and we witness the world from our own personal reality and we all experience life in a completely different way we see different things we hear different things we feel different things and what my goal will be is helping people become aware of how they see life and and what their reality is like and what they would like their life and their reality to be so it's gonna uh, i'll help them see where they are now and where they want to be and then i'll be helping them get there through the steps that i will work on together with them and of course there's still going to be entrepreneurs that i'll be coaching and they want to set up a healthy business but instead of me coming up with all the strategies and the funnels and the sales and the marketing and the social media and all the stuff because i can teach the most wonderful strategy and tactics to all of you guys right but if you don't believe in yourself or is that or, or if there's a part of you that feels like wow this is never gonna work or hey this is not my thing or i'm not even sure if i want to have this business then it will never work it will just not work so instead of me starting with the strategy and with the business which i have been mostly doing this year i will be offering personal transformation and interpersonal transformation which means how you connect with other people and how you show up in your business and i'm 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 approaching the coaching more from a inside in an into out like inside to outside approach in, instead of outside to inside and that makes so much more sense to me and um, and apart from this i am also just super passionate about vulnerable topics i mean look at this podcast <laughs> I'm sharing vulnerably about scarcity things, things that are happening, things that are not going the way that I wanted, risks that I've taken, troubles, relationship, you know, the, all these things, love, relationships, family, health, wealth, travel, your house, your base, your, your bills, all the stuff, it's all connected to each other, right? And if one of these parts are not where you want them to be or if you experience stress in one of these areas they will affect the other areas as well you know if you have a fight with your partner at home and you go to work then you're probably not gonna have so much fun at work because you'll in the back of your mind you'll be yeah worried or maybe stressed about your relationship and yeah, same goes the other way. If you had a shit day at work and you come back home, then you might be a bit grumpy to your partner. So you cannot exclude one area from another. They are all impacting each other. And that's why I am going to step more into the transformational space, which basically means a holistic approach to life and business and money. So this feels great. And this also feels very aligned to my dream to become the next Tony Robbins. Not as a replacement, but as a... Um, he's like an inspiration to me like I want to touch people's lives I want to support them inspire them help them grow and yeah stand on a stage with a couple thousand people and help them realize what their true dreams are so yeah that's uh, 
that's a really big shift for me that I'm currently working on. I hired a new coach. He's helping me to improve my skill set and improve some of the workings that I'm doing with finding clients, which is actually also a big thing. I'm stepping away for 90% out of the social media game. Um, I'll just be creating clients in my yeah with the people that I already know basically and that feels like a blessing and that's also something that I try to bring into the awareness of my current clients so yeah if you're listening and you're like hey this is interesting Renee like I would love to talk with you and see like what my dreams are and what I'm trying to create and I would love to help you and this you know my business coaching program was called Limitless which is pretty funny because i can keep this name because this is limitless guys whatever you whatever you desire to create in this life whatever it is your biggest dream you can create this you really can create this what it comes down to is you need to change the way you see the world and you need to come up with a with a plan of action and that's something that i would love to help more people with so if you're listening then you know just reach out to me on Instagram. It's um, it's at I am Rene Boss with double S, and maybe send me a message. Maybe we can just have a little conversation around it. Because as I said, I would love to start helping people, yeah, really create the life of their dreams or create something that they've always wanted to create in life. And I'll be honored to support you with that. So, yeah, many changes, people. <laughs> really 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 excited about all this so yeah now you also understand where all my business is coming from but i did want to record this tonight because it feels like i'm hitting a very big milestone in yeah many parts of my life right now and it felt like a very good moment to share with all of you so without further ado i would like to thank you for listening to this 45 minute podcast and me sharing about all the things I am yeah, experiencing, proud of, scared of, vulnerable about. And yeah, I hope this podcast was interesting to you, helpful and inspiring. And I will talk to you on the next one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>